Want to help me make the Productivity on Purpose podcast even better? Leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. What do you love hearing about? What motivates or inspires you? I would seriously love to know and want to serve up more for you. So go to Apple Podcast right now and leave me a review. I can't wait to hear from you. All right, Mama. You started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Found the alarm, sister, because we are at episode 150. Woohoo! Yes! We're here. I cannot believe this. No, I certainly couldn't have believed this a year ago, two years ago, almost I started. This is cray cray. Thank you for your encouragement, for being here, for showing up, for listening, for engaging, for sharing. You are the bestest. And if it happens to be your first time here, welcome. I'm Ridhu Parikh. I help ambitious women business owners like you wake up with a plan that works. And if you haven't noticed, I am really excited today. Okay. So, Truth be told, I'm recording this a few weeks ahead of my 150th when this is going live because I should be on vacation right now, which is where I am when you're listening to this, away with my family on hopefully an amazing African safari that was rescheduled from the summer. We didn't make our trip for various reasons and we rescheduled it now and should be with our friends. We have our closest friends and some family and There's 13 of us in Kenya and Tanzania, and it's fabulous. I'm just visualizing how fabulous it is. And at the same time, the fabulousness is going on that my 150th episode is releasing. This is so exciting. All right. So let's jump in. Now that I've gotten that all out and I'm pumped, let me tell you what we're going to be talking about today as it relates to you and your business. Okay, now for some of you, since this is right at the beginning of the year, this might be a crazy time in your business. This might be this time where everything's kicking off and you're wrapping up a ton of things and you just feel like you're kind of all over the place. And for others of you, it's actually a little bit of a slow time, kind of for those same reasons. You're like, oh, I just need to wrap up some stuff and things are going to kick off, but they haven't quite yet. And this is a good time for me to really, you know, take, take charge and take account into, you know, what I'm going to be working on and what I'm, I'm, what I'm going to be focusing on this year. So this episode is not about creating your goals. Let me start there. And it's not about resolutions, nothing about that. But I do think the beginning of the year for me, before I even jump into what am I doing for this year? What's on my plate? What's, you know, on the docket? I'm like, I just need to wrap up some stuff from last year. Because I've put in so much time and energy and effort and sweat equity, as I'm sure you have from last year, you're like, before jumping into new stuff, can we just tie a bow on it? Can we just like put it to the bed or make it better or just feel like it's a well-oiled machine? I highly encourage you to spend some time thinking about what you did, what you were going to do, what you created, how to make that better before jumping into the next thing. 
Simplify, y'all. Simplify. Less is always more. So often we look back on our businesses and think, oh, I should have taken advantage of that time when I had it, right? Like I had, oh, I, I had some downtime. I should have done some of this stuff. So even if that's not for you right this minute, even if this minute you're like, I don't have downtime, but I know there are pockets of time when I do, this episode is for you. Or you're like, you know what? Let's be honest. I know I have a million things I could jump into. I know I have email. I know I could jump on my new projects, but really... Let me just like wrap up and evaluate and look at things from last year first. Take the time to do it. Okay. I think, again, this is a great time to think about what you can do to set yourself up for success. And when things start picking up a bit, like just, you know, maybe even after this week, this first week, you'll be thanking yourself for focusing on some of these other things to put panic aside and work on your business efforts and really take stock of what you've already created. Okay, so on that note, I'm going to tell you about five things you can focus on to set yourself up for success this year. Number one, pick up procrastinated projects. That's right, my friend. How about that training manual that's taken a back seat for all of last year? Maybe you started outlining some thoughts or brainstorming about it or even started you know, the first few pages but never got through it. Or the marketing brochure that's needed updating since last fall, right? Maybe you, again, you started it, you worked on it, but it's not done or it is done, but it's time for a little uplift a facelift, a massage, right? It needs some tweaking. No doubt these are important things, but they just tend to be these procrastinated projects, right? They're never really the on top of or top of your mind, but never really on top of the list, right? They are on the back burner and it would be so great to get them off your list. Not only would it be amazing for your business, for your team, for your systems, for your efficiency and productivity, but it would be so fantabulous and so great just to get them off your mind, off the mental checklist, the weight that always keeping you down, right? But oftentimes during the year, it's, you're so overloaded, right? Your schedule and there's so many things going on, which is why I think this is a great time to give some of those procrastinated projects or just pick one and give it your attention. Maybe like I'll just dedicate a day, like one full day this week to get as far as I can on it. Right? This is that perfect opportunity to bring those back burner projects to the forefront and create materials for down the road. Right? They're going to support your revenue. They're going to support your growth. They're going to support your systemization and your efficiency possibly your client experience, your team structure, right? These are those things that you're like, I know I should be doing, but I never had the time to do. So go back to that list, right? Dust it off. Think about those things. What has been lingering over me and that you've been thinking, I really need to get to that. Like what in 2022 was sparking that for you? Maybe you have to go back to 2021, you know, and that's just hanging over you. This is a great time to start and finish, block out that day or two or a week, whatever it is, and really make some progress on it and get that weight off your shoulders. Number two, another thing to focus on right now, which is a fantastic thing to do if you haven't already, is to simplify. How can you simplify your business, your structure, your model, your offerings, your services, your pricing, 
your uh, teams, your systems, anything, right? Because as your business grows, clutter grows, distractions grow, and so do so many other complications. From physical items to workflow complexities to overflowing databases, months and yes, often years of unnecessary stuff just piles up so quickly. You know that hodgepodge you band-aid it together when you were up against a deadline or when you were experiencing a growth spurt, right? Or you were onboarding um, and you kind of just threw stuff together to get it up there and it worked and it was fine, but it's kind of, you know, it's not the best process, you know, it's sort of like falling apart at the seams. And let me tell you, it's only going to get worse as you start moving into the quarter and into the year. So take this time to clean up, organize your messes, simplify your processes, eliminate items, eliminate information that's superfluous or redundant or simply a waste of your time and energy. Take a hard look at your services and your offerings and that pricing structure. Does it all make sense? Can I streamline? Do I do, am I in a perpetual state of overwhelm and always scattered and like running all over the place because there's simply, I'm offering too much. Am I, do I not have the boundaries in place? So I'm always like breaking my back to, you know, uh, get to other people's commitments or timelines or deadlines or the way that they really want to, you know, get a certain like service or offering instead of sticking to my own very simplified and streamlined processes and boundaries and parameters. Okay. Streamlining the way you work will help you power up your productivity as you get through this year, which is of course always going to hit your bottom line, your creativity and help you take care of yourself and your health and your relationships. So lady, ask yourself, how can I simplify? Number three, I love this one and love to do this annually. And this is to be your customer. Okay. I just met a darling, an amazing woman. Uh, and we just uh, met at a networking event. Then we met for an hour and got together and we, we just did really hit it off. And she does all the, the leasing for high end, for high end luxury apartments here, apartment building rather here in Nashville. This place is beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's a big job and she's managing all these different pieces. And she was telling me about their sister building, like another building that this with by the same ownership, but they are getting such poor reviews that because prospects are walking in the door, right? So they, they're, they're there to lease these high end luxury apartments and they're just not getting a great experience. She's like, no one's even greeting them. They are not just acknowledging them, showing them around, being courteous. And when they asked the staff about it, the staff said, well, they feel weird. They don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable or bother them when they're coming in. <laughs> so they don't, they don't necessarily greet them. I'm like, what in the world? That's just crazy to me. That whole experience is crazy. But the point is they are completely missing an opportunity to establish a relationship with these clients, with these prospects, get to know them. And of course, get their results, which is to make the sales and lease the apartments. And so this just made me think, cause then I was talking to her and you know, she was, we were talking about me coaching her staff. And I was like, you know, this is something I do with my clients all the time. We actually walk through the client experience. 
we go through it. Okay. So you may know that you have some gaps or inconsistencies in your customer's experience with your products or services or offerings, or maybe you really don't know. You actually think it's all working fine until you actually go through it. So when was the last time you went through your experience of your customer from the time when they have when they find you, like literally they just heard about you or seen you on a Google search or on Instagram or from a friend or they land on your website somehow, right? From that point, have you walked in their shoes through the entire process from start to finish, including, okay, if they're on your site, did you test the links and the landing pages? Is there a customer service inquiry? Is there a form? Where is that taking them to? Where does the number go? When they walk in your doors, what does that feel like? What does it look like? How are they being greeted? Are, are you know, are, are they made to feel special? Are they being followed? And after that, are they, are you following up? What's, what's the customer touch point like? Does it all make sense? Again, right? It's like, when was the last time we did that? And this is the perfect time to be your customer. Step into their shoes and identify opportunities for improvement. Because I guarantee no matter how good the experience is, it can always be improved. Every time I'm certain I have this nailed, I'll go through it and be like, "Uh uh-uh. Oh no, seriously? What? Now, the more that I've, the longer I've done this and the more I understand my clientele exactly, right? Every year, every quarter, every client, I get to know them even better. Now that changes over time, right? So year to year, that's going to be different, their experience, because I'm more crystal clear. And so if I'm more crystal clear, I understand that if something isn't crystal clear in any part of the communication or in the experience, then it's something that can be improved, right? It's often not something that's broken. Like it might not be a link or something just glaringly broken, but it's just often my own tone or even like the service that's changed or the way that I'm offering it or some part of that experience that can be evolved. And that really just needs to be updated to provide that optimal experience for them. Well, I just recently mentioned, I think in the last couple of episodes that I completely refreshed one of my free resources called Five Essential Ways to Quickly Get and Stay Focused. I've had something very similar. I've had five ways to get focused. It's, it's essentially like kind of the same reforce, but I totally refreshed it, updated it. I have new thoughts. I'm more in alignment with them. I, you just, it just looks and feels so much better. And, and then on top of that, then I went back and revamped the entire funnel of emails that someone will receive after they opt in for that freebie, which by the way, I love, I love, 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 love what I've done with the email funnel. In case you haven't gotten your hands on it, lady, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash focus. And you can see what I'm talking about. But again, because my business focus has changed in the last year, or it has again been like massaged and is more clarified. So all in all, don't underestimate the the power of a positive and unique customer touch points and walking through that and how think about how you can create experiences that are seamless, they're simple, they're clear, and they're in alignment with all your marketing and branding components. Are you excelling in trustworthiness and value? This is the time. There's no better time to reevaluate your communications and create ways now to blow your customers' minds in the future through your experiences. Again, I think the beginning of the year is a fantastic time to evaluate this.
Number four, innovate. Oh, I think when you're going through that experience, this is sometimes what can happen. You realize that some of my products or services or maybe my marketing or my strategies or my funnels, they might feel a little bit stale, right? Perhaps they could use a tune-up or sometimes an entirely new spin. During the year, during your typically fast-paced days and environment and weeks and months, it's challenging to find the time and the resources to put towards this type of innovative thinking, like really out-of-the-box thinking. So if you do have a little bit of downtime right now, or if you are thinking, you know, this is the best time for me to think this through before my whole year gets planned out and I start jumping into it, take advantage of this time by focusing on brainstorming. Literally, just like innovative thinking and creation. Like schedule in brainstorming sessions right now. When you're fresh off the break, sometimes you're fresh off vacation, when you have time to recalibrate and hopefully rejuvenate, this is a really great creative time. You can do this with your team. You can do this schedule time by yourself. You can do it even with girlfriends or colleagues. Like this doesn't have to even necessarily be like just the, the, the ways we think of brainstorming, just like sitting at my desk and doing it. Uh, you know, it could be with your family. You can kind of do focus groups, uh, just, or even just ask a group of your friends about, you know, how they think about certain things. Again, that's related to your industry or what you're offering or, or the services or what their experience is. I found this a lot that other people in completely different industries, even than me, but have been through coaching. I'm like, what is your experience with that? Like, what did you really like and what didn't you like? And it doesn't necessarily for me matter the industry. It's, I like to brainstorm and create innovations based on what I'm hearing. Like, oh, this works so well for me or this didn't serve me or I hated this. I love that. And then how can I take that and be creative about it and make it my own thing, right? Um, I think this is a great time of year too, because maybe right in the beginning of the year, you don't have a ton of deadlines and clients breathing down your back, perhaps. I don't know. But this might be a great time then to let your imagination go wild and to try on some new ideas for size. And sometimes they're not the big, gigantic, enormous, let me just scrap everything and start over. When innovation can be such a small little tweak, like just something you're like, oh, you know what? If I just said that a little bit differently, or if I offered it differently, or Maybe if I move from phone call to Zoom and that created a better, more innovative experience or different software or whatever it might be, or, you know, it, that can have such a big impact too. So when you don't have a lot of like judgment or pressure on you and you just let yourself go and you just let yourself brainstorm, I think your ingenuity is going to surprise you. Who knows? You may come up with your next big million dollar idea. And finally, number five. Focus on your people, your people. Yes, I know when we're in the day-to-day hustle of running your business, sometimes, I hate to say it, but sometimes our teams are the first to get ambushed with work and can sometimes be the last to get our attention, right? It's kind of like our kids or our husbands or wives. We're like just doing all the things for everybody else that our own team sometimes gets a little bit neglected or taken advantage of, or, or they're just such superstars, which I know like my team is that I can just rely on them for so much. So, um, and then typically like clients and customers are going to get more of the attention when you only have a limited amount of it. Um, so this would be a really great time to let your team know how, your immense gratitude that you have for them. Um, 
And also maybe reevaluate what you're doing for them. Maybe their environment or their benefits are not aligned with that incredible gratitude that you have for them. This is a great time to obsess over your team's happiness. Obsess over them. And I actually think after the holidays is such a great time to do this because it's unexpected and it's more meaningful. Because during the holiday season, you're usually bombarded, right? With gifts and shows of appreciation and gratitude. And sometimes I feel like when you're just adding to that, it just sort of gets mixed in with everything. And the meaning has been diminished a little bit, or it's just like, there's so much already going on that it's hard to sort of just differentiate it and make it distinct. So if they aren't jumbled in, if your signs of appreciation and gratitude aren't jumbled in with all the other bazillions of gifts they're getting, I feel like January is a really great time where it's unexpected and it's more valued. So think about it. Like, how can you give your team, your people, by the way, the people, this is your business team. This is your home team, your friends, your mama, your cleaning service, your lawn people, your painters, everybody, right? How can you give them praise or better yet, make them feel invaluable, right? And not just now, but at key points during the year, maybe this is a great time to plan to actually plan out when am I going to show that appreciation and how. So keeping your team engaged and like uplifted consistently throughout the year is going to motivate their best performance throughout the year, right? And also just sort of creating these reasons to celebrate. I did this with a client of mine recently who is a, she's a doctor, she has her own practice, she's amazing. Um, Before we started working together, she had this list of projects she wanted to do, but she hadn't gotten to any of them for literally 12 to 18 months. She just couldn't get to them. There was just so many other things going on. So... We obviously rejiggered, we worked together, we made a plan for them. And what we decided to do that part of that part, like one of the things on the list was that she wanted to create more reasons to celebrate. So we basically combined those and said, okay, at the end of each of these projects. So over the time we worked together, she got through at least half of them, right? She we started going project by project, just getting through one by one at the end of each one, which because her whole team was involved in them she had a little celebration. So I think like one month she did cupcakes and fun and a party. And then another time it was like drinks and whatever it was, or sometimes, I don't remember, but there were small things that were super meaningful. Everyone was like anticipating them. Um, it brought the team together and it was just such a nice way to celebrate their group team effort. So it was something that was scheduled on her calendar. It wasn't specifically scheduled, okay, it's every quarter, but it's every time that a project was completed. So she wanted to bring more of a fun spirit into the workplace and she didn't want to save it just for the holidays or just for those expected and quite frankly, overdone times. Like only, you know, if someone was going on maternity leave or doing a baby shower, you know, she was like, I want it to be you know, just more um, consistent through the year and create that experience for them too. So as we're thinking about walking through your client's experience Think about your team's experience as well. So just brainstorm, influence some simple, but really powerful ways to make your culture at work, culture at home, more happy, inspired, and fun. All right, my friends, there you have it. Five awesome ways to kick off the new year to make you more productive, make you happier in your business and in your life. 
Okay, so let me do a quick recap here. Number one, pick up a procrastinated project. Number two, simplify. Number three, be your customer. Number four, innovate. And number five, focus on your people. All right, so you know I always love to leave you with your challenge. And here's the first challenge of 2023. Today's challenge is to pick one, one of the five focus areas, one of the five ways and take action on it. As in today, in the next 24 hours, schedule your time to do one of those things. Okay, that's the first action. Schedule your time and then go to it this week. You can 100% get out of your perpetual overwhelm state or this feeling of always being behind. Just completely fall in love with your business all over again. Okay, do these things. And if you know in your heart, this is so possible, but also recognize I'm not an expert in figuring out how to do this, then I am inviting you to have a conversation with me about how you're feeling so we can get to the root of what's keeping you stuck and get you out of it quickly. Okay, if you're feeling overwhelmed, craving more structure, routines, and systems, looking to put up better boundaries, get out of constant reactivity mode, then we should talk. Take a leap of faith and connect with me. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. I believe you can get everything you want when you know how to take control of your time and attention. As always, my friend, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes and positive energy and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.